podcaster. I hardly know her. <laughs> uh, hey guys, my name is Megan Bryant, and this is the I Hardly Know Her podcast. I'm an entrepreneur, a single mom of four young kids. I'm a comedian, an improv trainer, and an award-winning author. As I've been going through life, I've learned how much I love to share my stories, listen to others share their stories, and find connections of cool people doing cool things all around me every day. This is a podcast where I'm going to be all over the board. Personal growth, professional strategies, and my perspective and experiences on a lot of different topics. So join me, Megan Bryant, and let's keep in mind that we don't have to be a big deal to do big things. Hey guys, um, this is one of those episodes where I just recorded it super quick. My heart was racing. I wasn't totally sure what I wanted to say. I knew I've wanted to do a podcast about worth. And this is really literally um, when it's in association with a dollar amount. Um, in my case, where my work is me. And, uh, and kind of the mind games that sometimes come along with feeling like I'm worthless if someone doesn't want to pay me for a gig. Um, also, can I take a quick moment to give a shout out for the intro and outro music, my new, uh, those new beats that I have um, from an episode or two ago. My 11-year-old son, who loves making music, made that for me, for my intro and my outro, and I totally love it. He was listening to kind of my more playful, goofy one that I had before, and he's like, no, you are the GOAT. Um, which if you don't know, goat is greatest of all time. And he made me a more poppin' beat, um, for my intro. And so I thought that was super cute. Uh, anyway, I hope you enjoy this episode. Uh, okay. Sometimes I feel super worthless. <laughs> oh, I hope I'm not alone in that. It comes in a couple of different ways because, you know, logically I know that I have value. I have worth. I have amazing friends and like legions of just incredible people in my life who consistently reinforce um, positive things in my direction, which I so greatly appreciate. Nevertheless, I get on myself a lot, um, get down on myself. And especially in my line of work where I am the product, I am the deliverable. You can call and hire me to come and perform a comedy show. You can call and hire me to come and do an improv workshop for your corporate event or for your youth group or your couple's night out or whatever the thing is. I've done it for so many different things. It is me. You like I get called to come be an actor for a commercial. Like whatever the thing is, it is me, Megan Bryant. And so if something ever goes poorly or I get asked to do things for free, it kind of crushes my soul a little bit. By nature, I serve other people. I use my talents to serve other people, to bring joy to um, as many people as I can. If I can make someone laugh, or especially in my improv world, if I can use those tools to help somebody... Why am I so emotional about this? It's because it's so important to me. In my improv classes, it can be transformative. Like people think they're just coming and they're going to be in wacky scenes and that they have to be funny and that they're going to be embarrassed and whatever. And they find out almost immediately within the first 15 minutes of my workshops that that's not going to be the case, that this is a safe space that we are creating together to understand that these awesome tools of improv 
when activated in your life, can help you be more confident in who you are. To celebrate your own capacity to create things and to to contribute to your own life and the world around you. It's empowering. It's wonderful. And I see it time and time again. I see how well it works. And the the results that people get when they come back to me and they tell me what their personal takeaway was, that they've been able to communicate better with their spouse or that they've learned how to recognize um, how blocking they might be for their children or for themselves or just these amazing moments where they go, oh, wow, there's so much potential for themselves. Like, it, blow, it like blows my freaking brains out of my skull. And I see it has literally infinite value to help people unpack who they are and how they show up in the moment and for them to learn to respect and love others for how they show up um, is so magical. And I've been doing this for years and absolutely I volunteer my time all the time. I constantly look for ways to give back to the community, especially where youth is concerned and people who I feel like really could benefit from it. I offer scholarships to people like if I just come across someone and I see that they are having a hard time or going through a really big life change or tragedy or job change, whatever it is, like I will feel these promptings of people that I should offer it to so they can come participate. Um, so I'm, I'm naturally looking for those things and that's not to toot my own horn, but like I I genuinely am looking for ways to serve others. I believe God gave me these talents to serve his children. And, and so I very much value that responsibility. I have a hard time, however, separating that when people ask me all the time to do my my work for free i'm a single mom of four kids and they're they're little kid and they're going to only get more expensive they're little now they don't eat as much as they're going to when they're teenagers i'm doing it on my own though like i'm not i don't have child support flowing in i'm still fighting battles that didn't even have to be there they i had an amicable divorce and it became unamicable for a few reasons and that's not what this episode is about and I'm having to do this on my own. And and it makes me, it kind of makes me question myself when people expect that. And maybe it's because I look like I'm getting, I'm just doing so well. It's because I'm really good at keeping my nose to the grind. I still am... I don't like the term faking it till you make it because honest to goodness, I'm not faking anything. I think when you really are doing something you love, you are legit doing the work. You're putting your heart and soul into it. That's not fake. You might be learning how the right strategy is so that it can actually become uh, something that you can actually monetize. There's never been a moment that I have faked it. I just step into what I love and I try to figure it out, whether I'm putting on a show or, or writing a book or whatever the thing is. I'm not faking any of that. That is real stuff. Those are real actual things that I tangibly want to deliver into the world because I feel like I am supposed to. I feel like that is my, um, what I'm, what I get to do for my life's work. And 
it has very often been tied to my personal self-worth. There have been a couple of specific people in my life who have pointed out how maybe something didn't actually look like a success in their opinion. Like if I put on an event and it didn't actually make me money, it might have taught me some really important lessons. Certainly when people show up to a, an event and they get to laugh and have that really fun connection that comedy brings, that's a success to me. So certainly I've had things where to me, I categorize them as a success. I put on a big fat festival in town that no, it never made me money. In fact, I lost money on it, guys. I'll be perfectly honest. I put hours and hours and hours and hours over the course of five years and a lot of my own personal money and, and never paid myself back for that, nor did I take a paycheck. However, the things I got from putting on a multi-day festival were, were invaluable. They taught me so much about what I really want to be doing with my time, how I can lift other people up, how I can take advantage of those stages for myself. I was able to earn community recognition with things from the Idaho Business Review for Accomplished Under 40 and Women of the Year um, for my efforts in doing things for the community. So was it a success monetarily? No, not by a long shot. Was it a success in many other ways that filled my cup and connected other people to comedy? I know a bunch of people who learned how to get involved with improv or storytelling um, or podcasting because they came to workshops that were offered at Idaho Laugh Fest. So there were so many other types of successes. And yet in the late night hours one night, I was told that 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 was not a success and that it in fact it came at a very great cost and it was told to me by someone who I love and really needed that reinforcement from and it really sucks so I'm grateful that I have removed myself and learned how to set such solid boundaries that people don't get to make me feel worthless when I'm pouring my life and my every breath I take into raising strong children and to bringing joy, laughter, and healing through humor into my community and beyond. So, uh, man, like so many other things, like I just feel like when I start on my podcasts, um, I'm not exactly sure where they will go. I just um, feel like it is so important to talk about worth. I'm grateful that I see more and more people in the creative community talking about charging what you're worth. Stop giving away the free things. Stop undervaluing yourself. If someone asks you to do something free, look at the ways that it can be a win for both of you. I, I of course, I'm still going to always get requests. I have one sitting in my email box right this second that says, most people donate their time, such good exposure for your business, la la la. Exposure does not pay my rent. Exposure, I have a lot of exposure. I've been doing this work for over 12 years and Again, like I'm going to keep volunteering in those places where I'm so um, passionate about seeing those connections. Um, I have to draw the line somewhere, though. It's when I step into those free spaces that really the only exposure I get if I go do something for free is more people asking me to do free gigs. And, and then that makes me honestly feel like, um, really bad about myself. It makes me think they don't see any, any value of what I'm delivering. Occasionally I get approached where someone does say, oh my gosh, Megan, we would love to have you at XYZ event. Here's what the, the demographic is. We do not have a good budget for this. What can we do in exchange for you? We would love to make it available for you to sell your books or to be able to do a pitch for your, um, your products and stuff like really celebrating that or including me on their email list to their 
thousands of um, people who contribute to their cause. Like whatever the thing is, when people really show me that even if they don't have a specific dollar amount earmarked, but that they recognize that there is value and they want us to look for that um, opportunity to make it worth my time, then sometimes, you know, there's give and take. And at least then I know that they are seeing me for something that is really worthwhile. And, um, and I just don't like feeling worthless anymore. I am really at this point, like I've had paychecks that I'm like, you know, in the past I used to excel in my day jobs and whether I was decorating cakes and, and pumping ice cream or working in a bank, I always excelled into supervisory roles right away and got to help other people find, um, what they wanted to do in life. Um, sorry if you're hearing some of those squeaks. I'm in my Jeep right now waiting to pick up my kids and there's some traffic going around that that school buses and whatever. And maybe you didn't even hear it. And so I'm sorry for that tangent. Um, but no matter what roles I've been in, I excelled quickly and I always had these really steady increases in my pay that would accompany that as my experience grew. And so here I am like sometimes going, what am I doing with my life? If I have all these years of experience on stage and helping people make their events look great and committing my all, no matter the gigs that I've gone in for free or the gigs that I get paid a couple grand for, I come in with my A game. I want to deliver to my top, top ability because I am the deliverable. I hate when I'm hired for a free gig and people expect it and they think they're just so used to everybody donating their stuff and I get it. In the nonprofit arena, I get it. There's a lot of helping hands and a lot of donations and things that need to come together to raise big, big dollars for these very important, vital causes in our community. I do not undervalue that initiative at all. I just know that when I step into a space where I am being told by there being the zero dollar amount involved that I am worthless to them. And by the way, I often get treated then in those same spaces that I'm worthless because I didn't have a price tag on me. Um, I come in feeling like I have to prove my worth, that I would have been worth X amount. And here's why. Like, watch how good I am. It just doesn't ever work that way. I step into it kind of feeling worthless and like I'm I'm having to, um, to show them what they already deemed as worthless. So anyway, whether or not any of that um, has any value to you, I don't know. I want you to know that you have value. Whatever you are working on, I mean, man, I... I know that I don't have a daily job that I punch in a clock and, um, I have an episode all outlined that I'm going to do soon about having hired a nanny and, and there was a close friend of mine, someone that I really care about. Um, and he said to me, once you get, you get going a little better with your work and you start making more money, then maybe you can justify hiring a nanny. And I'm like, what the hell? I'm like, no, that's backwards. <laughs> That's backwards and that's really unfair because it's very difficult for me to stay rested, to be a healthy mom, to be a happy mom, to have these kids, these young impressionable kids that are ages 11, 6, 4, and 2, and I've been on my own since before the youngest was even one years old. I need these children to see their mom work hard. I need to have support in my home um, to take this job seriously. This is my work. I am my work. Megan Bryant who steps up on stage and maybe makes you forget about your cares for a few minutes and laugh about something ridiculous that I've said, that is my work. That's a real job. 
And that's all I'm doing from now on. There's no backup plan. I'm not going to fill out my resume and go apply to a bank again. I am not going to go back to grant management. I'm not going to do the things that I know I can do really well at. I'm going to do the things that I know I was put on this earth to do. And it is going to serve other people in ways that cannot be measured by dollars. And yet it is also a space where I get to step in and say, no, I am worth X amount. And I guess I'm going to let go of more and more gigs that are not properly budgeted for um, and and move forward knowing that the right gigs are coming. Um, <clears throat> and if you are a company that thinks you have great corporate culture and you don't budget for really um, vibrant team building opportunities where you can change their lives, where you can respect and honor the individual humans you have working for you. If you just earmark like a few hundred bucks to take them bowling once a, a year, like rethink your strategy. There are things that you can give to your people that will make them stay with you for so much longer when they know that you love and respect them as a person. You have human beings showing up to do your work. And, and so that's just a, a tangent, I suppose there. Um, I'm going to finish this up. I just, um, yeah, yeah, I just feel super good. I know some days um, I go through my cycles of feeling totally worthless. Like, it makes me just feel like, what am I doing? I'm spinning my wheels. And what is this all amounting to? I, I don't yet know. I'm open to the potential and the possibility because I do think I'm focused on the right things. And then there's other days where someone steps in and they put a real solid dollar amount that goes, Megan, you have something pretty remarkable to offer people. And it is worth this dollar amount. And God bless it that I am doing my very best to um, raise my children on the passion that I have turned into my life's work over years and years of relentless daily efforts, freaking hard work, trying to build my own brand and step into the Megan that I am born to be. And it's exciting and exhausting. And, and I'm excited to know most of the time, I still have my sad moments, but most of the time I really recognize um, that I am actually worth it. And so are you. So wherever you are out there, I, I want you to know, again, I say this every time I super duper appreciate that you took the time to listen to my podcast. Um, it means a ton to me. And, and if you don't have enough people in your life telling you, you are worth it. You are awesome. You are unique. Whatever your deliverable is in your space, um, own that you are worth, um, so much and you are very valuable and I wish you well and happiness and loads of laughter. Thanks for listening to the, I hardly know her podcast. Follow all my shenanigans at meetmeganbryant.com. And remember, we don't have to be a big deal to do big things.